Be brave enough to fight off despair. If you're a Gundam pilot, a new type, you can do it. Welcome to New Type Flash. This is a podcast where every other week we come to you with Gundam Universal Century in a more or less chronological order. This week we are coming to you with Double Zeta episodes 7 and 8. This week we have with us Scotty P. Episode 7 is George Bush approved. It's like Gaza Storm, Operation Gaza Storm. There's probably a trading card series for it. Ah, timing. And Luke! I, uh... I got nothing. I got nothing. (laughs) Finally. Uh, All right. (laughs) I'm not being topical or timely at all. In, In no way. Uh, Although, to be fair, at any point in basically my entire life, that could have been a joke that worked. That's fair. I mean, this was an, that was an early 90s joke. This, now, now we're talking about a, the world is ending joke. All right. Episode 7, Gaza Storm. Uh, we start off with the Indra uh, landing in the colony, um, causing lots of annoyances. Um, but... They are going to head towards the Argama, uh, and we learn that Mashima wants to shoot at it in the colony, but Gaton won't let him. So this is kind of what we talked about before. Uh, uh, Mashima and, and Gaton kind of like go back and forth on like who is like balls deep for like destroying colony or in a sense like Gaton wanted to like take everybody in a hospital hostage and use them as a shield and uh, Marshmallow was like, no, that's not honorable. But now Marshmallow's like, I want to blow a fucking hole in the colony, colony if it kills the Argama. Gotten's like, nah, you probably don't want to do that. That's not a great idea. Um, yeah, so um, Pompa wants to attack with mobile suits to take out the Zeta. He, he cries and he convinces Marshmallow to let his team sortie. And we learn very shortly that his team's name is the Gaza Storm. Um, they, they stayed up all night getting their mobile suits ready. They've yeah. got to. <laughs> so uh, we, we meet Gemon again. Oh, sorry. Gemon's not one of the new names. Sorry. Gemon is back. And uh, Lena wants to convince the junkyard de- dealers to uh, open the industrial hatch of the colony so that the Argoma can get out. And um, then... Gimon overhears Judo calling him a jerk and he starts chasing them. With a pipe, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna fucking He's like gonna beat him with a pipe. He's like, You're not gonna make without your Yeah, it's it's Calvin. I mean Scrapyard's a good place to fight. Apparently there are a lot of pipes just hanging around. Yeah. This this colony has a huge junkyard. I I figured they would shoot the shit out in the space or something. I don't know. There's so much junk trading going on here. What, what What is going on? Well, I mean, I guess from, like, the one-year war and the, um, the Grips conflict, like, there's lots and lots of stuff. And if you want to, like, make your own little mecca to, like, do stuff out in space or whatever, it probably makes sense, right? I mean, the implication I got was people drag shit in there and scrap it, and then they throw the scrap scrap into a big pile, and it's just collecting. Well, I mean, even here, you can sell copper for, like, money to places. So I'm sure there's, like, people who either want the electrical boards or want to melt shit down and sell it and all this and that. 
Or you just have people like Gamon making uh, weird waist twisty yeah. suits. Gezes or something. Yeah. Geezies are made of 90% catalytic converters. <laughs> so um, Pampa has three Gaza Ds. Uh, and they are the Gaza Storm team. They they draw a rose in the sky for Mashima to impress him, and then fly away. Um, yeah, I like how before they launch, they like bring it in. Like, or excuse me, it went after they launch, they have the mobile suits like bring them, bring it in like it's basketball game. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like a uh, I forget the name of it, but like you know uh, football games and whatever have like flyovers of the military and they they drop like clouds and stuff except you know these are mobile suits making a rose for this guy that's obsessed with roses so yeah yeah you know the fun part they actually put on screen the name of it they put amx 007 gaza d yeah but the problem is it's it's the amx 006 According to the gunpla and books and every other thing you can ever find about it, and it's it's kind of weird now to place because they don't do that with any other suits. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Like, it it, it kind of plays up the like cheese ball nature of of what these guys are doing. It's very performative. Yeah, you know, they're making this big show in front of Mashima, and of course, it works because he's a goon. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, you know, these are just. These are just the next iteration up from the Gaza Sea. They don't have as many missiles as the Zissa, but they still have a lot of missiles. There's 36 instead of, I think, 44 on the Zissa. But uh, anyway, it can transform just like the Gaza Sea into a little mobile armor mode. It's a little bit blockier and angular, has bigger shoulder binders. Um, but eventually, not quite yet, but eventually this sort of replaces the Gaza Sea as the main grunt for Neo Zeon. Yep. So the Arguma begins loading up on supplies, uh, and we see some pigs and chickens and all sorts of just random shit that just seems out of place for uh, a, a warship. Uh, some, when... some gunpla, too. There's a there's yep. a crate with Bandai's logo, yep. so I assume that's what that is. I always like when they like throw in those little, you know, jokes. <laughs> um the and then while they're like loading everything up on the deck the gaza gaza storm team shows up and fa and torres are sent out to sortie i think this this is the first time we've seen torres fighting right well you skipped a very important scene about bright catching a chicken i did i did i i mentioned the the pigs and chickens and i mentioned i did not mention the other parts. <laughs> he, he can't catch a Gundam pilot on their way to steal one, but he can catch a loose chicken. So we got to give him at least that. There's a uh, a funny thing I, I actually had not understood in the dialogue here and took a note on, and so I have to share it before we move on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so at one point, Bright is asking Bicha and Mondo to help out because they're just standing around while all these all this poultry and stuff is his livestock is running around and beach says to mondo what should we do and mondo replies with the phrase search me and lena uses that before in one of the earlier episodes and i was like what on earth what is that no one uses that phrase and this is a blu-ray from like five years ago it's like who 
on earth would do that and i looked it up apparently google says that's an idiom for i don't know which you can pick up from the context but i still was like i've never heard oh that. i think they probably meant to say something like beats me no search me is an actual idiom in the english language for Weird. i don't know but it is very dated it's like hmm. an early 20th century thing like you would not see that or hear that in anything beyond like the 50s and 60s and that would be late for it even so mm. i don't know why they did that it just reeks of a translator ran into that in something and then worked on this project next but it's incredibly dated so yeah anyway so uh fawn torres are sent out and uh we go back to judo and gamon and judo is just like punching gamon and uh unable to pierce his fat armor uh and uh gamon takes judo hostage uh in the next scene we we see a whole bunch of uh uh Wyme and vian and they say their names a lot and you know when you first meet characters and they say their names a lot over and over again you know what's going to happen to them so i'm going to write them down in the incorrect way the entire way <laughs> I did. I did. I caught it like towards the very end. It's like I'm just gonna have to remember that when I look at it. How did you write them down? No, I mean I just mixed up who was who. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. So um yeah, I said maybe they'll be important or maybe this is the last time we'll ever hear from them. I'll let you guys decide by the end of this episode. I mean, um, they name a lot because they want you to remember it for when they come back. <laughs> um so Torres gets um grabbed pretty quickly. And uh, Fa is a, just generally still a pretty shitty pilot, um, despite all of her experience. Um, Pompa tells the people of the city that the Argam... So, like, Pompa has, like, left. He's not actually fighting with the other two Gazadis. Um, he's, like, in the city, like, on a, with a loudspeaker, telling everybody how all of this uh, craziness is the Argam's fault. And, um, you know... If, if they would rally around the Indra and push back against the Argama, uh, everything would be better. Uh, yeah, isn't he saying that the, the Argama's there and they don't care about you and they just, they want like, to, and maybe not that they want to destroy it, but that they're going to destroy the colony? Yeah, something along those lines, essentially. He's just trying to rile up the population against the, the Argama since they're obviously getting supplies from them. Yeah, it looked to me like he was at some work site or something like adjacent to the scrapyard or in it. And I'm not sure those workers gave a damn. No, they were like this guy yeah. that just landed with a robot. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So bright hears all of this and gets annoyed and, uh, launches the Argama and, uh, he, he, he goes off to support the methods. How and bright hears all this, but he does. He's a new type. Was it, was it, they were like broadcasting it throughout the whole colony, right? Like, there's no reason why he wouldn't have heard it. He just had he, a megaphone. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> he, he was in some really random close. place. Yeah. He was hiding really close. This happens a, a few times. It's one of those things you just have to assume that like ESPN Space has really good coverage of random things. And yeah. especially if you're near Gundam battles, they're like on it. Yeah. My. My suspension of disbelief does not exceed past space wizards in giant robots. Hearing things from far away is fucking ridiculous, okay? 
Well, keep in mind, Bright is a space ro- space wizard in a giant battleship, so. It's not real enough. All right, so the Argama shoots at uh, Pompa's suits and just barely misses it. So, I mean, maybe they knew exactly where he was, right? Uh, but he damages it, and Pompa continues taunting and blaming the Argamas. And then he says, I'll fucking destroy the colony if I have to. Uh, so yeah, it's totally the Argama's fault. Um, well, that's that was his logic. He said they they made me do this. <laughs> yeah, he's justifying pretty much everything as like, well, it's the Argama's fault no matter what, even if the colony colonies fucked. Yep. So uh, Gimon still has Judo hostage uh, when a mysterious new character uh, sneaks up to him and hits him in the head uh, and frees Judo. And then she asks where the Argama is. And Judo's like, who the fuck are you? I don't know. Um, and then she oh, says, I love that uh, NBC, the more you know, PSA star. I, um, yeah, it's yeah. so random. So she she introduces herself as Rue Luca, and she is from the Lavian Rose. Uh, that's, which would... That's Rue's whole thing, though, just random. She's just like, ha I'm also here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just her whole thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it, for mid to late 80s think about the lego spaceman though that's not that weird of a of a like space person outfit yeah i mean she looks like ziggy stardust yeah like she has the ziggy stardust uh uh outfit and then um shara soon has uh the hair <laughs> now shara soon is just david bowie yeah it's true um yep so yeah, she's from the Lavian Rose, and we know that the Argama has been wanting to head out there to get repairs and all that fun stuff. Uh, she has a core fighter, and she launches in it while Judo and his guys drive away in a little Humvee. This was the Neo core fighter, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like the next, like the next level of core fighter, which is definitely something different. Yeah, yeah, it's still just called a core fighter, but it's we'll find out what it goes to. Yeah, and this is great that she sees the Zeta fighting a Gaza D, and it's still Torres in it. He, he's not; he's just not very good. Uh, and she is upset that her first glimpse of the Zeta Gundam is while it's getting beat up. She's from the Levian Rose. Remember Double O Eighty Three? Who works there? crazy anaheim chicks that love gundams yep <laughs> yeah that's, one that of is them. true yeah although rue is infinitely more tolerable than basically all of the ones you meet in double yeah yeah um so she flies up to the zeta uh when pompa launches a sneak attack and the methus gets its uh bottom half blown off at this point and uh rue's just like flying around trying to you know distract and uh help out the the two f- pilots um and they pin fa down when judo and everybody just great great timing shows up and they ram the gaza d's and they fall down a hill um so this is i think this is the second time that uh judo's like hit a, a mech with his car well i guess lena piloted the car the first time they like knocked it over when they knocked over the jeezy at the school so they've got some uh car car mecha crushing skills oh, and fa is in the zeta i'm sorry i misspoke earlier i said taurus but fa is in the zeta 
Yeah, I mean, they're both shitty pilots. <laughs> um, yep, so Fa gives Judo a helmet and tells him to take the Zeta. And Judo uh, says, make me some lunch while I handle this. <laughs> he does. And Fa's like, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, 1988. <laughs> yep, so Ru, Ru calls and tells him to fight too, and uh, then he falls into a pit. That's how we do it. Um, Beecha manages to hit one of the suits with the Argamas cannon, uh, but it only ends up being slightly damaged. Uh, and Judo repairs a hole in the colony, uh, but is then forced to essentially fight the whole Gaza Storm team at this point. Um, and they surround him with a whole bunch of smoke. So all that, all the rose smoke that they had earlier, they light up the battlefield with. Um, and then they realize the the problem with their plan is when you light up a battlefield with just like physical smoke and you don't have any other way to target the enemy because you can't Minofsky particles yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah and pompa's like oh i didn't oh, i thought didn't it would just hide us i didn't realize we wouldn't be able to see too it's like wow <laughs> these are definitely mushrooms guys yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so they just start randomly shooting into the smoke and Judo's like, oh God, they're going to fucking blow a hole into the colony. Um, so instead of them blowing a hole in the colony, Rue blows a hole into the colony. <laughs> to let the smoke escape. I mean, yes, but still, um... Yes, she blows a a hole in the colony and the smoke just gets sucked out. Uh, And then Judo just like goes and kills Vian and and Wyme. I guess they weren't that important after all. Uh, And then Pompa dies a few seconds later. I do enjoy that. So when Pompa charges him, uh, he's like coming from above with a beam saber the Zeta uppercuts its head off and then it punches the rest back out into space through that hole. Decapitations and Z- double Zeta are like a thing that happen a lot and they're pretty good. It, Judo has got a, especially here at the start when he's getting used to things, it's a very like hand-to-hand melee combat style of fighting in a Gundam, and it's something that you don't see much with Amaro and Camille. No, traditionally, the Gundams always seem to be, like, distance-oriented. They always have rifles or bazookas, or they're, they're meant to be far away. They're not meant to be melee types. Yeah, and if you think about it back in, like, Zeta, it was, like, Jared was always trying to melee the Zeta, and Camille would kind of break free, run away, and start shooting. <clears throat> So fly off. Yeah, yeah, fly off. Um so Rue and Judo repair the holes in the colony, and then they head back to the Argama. Uh and Rue tells the argument that the Lavian Rose is ready for them. Um Bright asks Judo to open up the industrial hatch in the colony, and Yazan steals a pig that was playing with Gemon's passed out body. Yep. And then Rue asks about that guy that judo hit and it's gemon and he says that guy wouldn't die if you killed him (laughs) yeah people 
people die when they are killed. I learned that <laughs> from Fate Stay Night. Um, I did. I did pause and think about that for for a minute. <laughs> uh, so, I enjoyed the bit when Rue was explaining Lavian Rose and how it's a dock ship for servicing other vessels. I was like, this is for the probably most of the audience watching this as it aired or like, you know, on tape or something who completely forgot what that thing was from the, what was it in two episodes of Zeta? Maybe barely. Like, I think they mentioned that they went to it and I think the next episode they were leaving it. Yeah. Like you see it once, I think. Yeah. You see them as, I think as they're flying out of it and that's literally it. <clears throat> yeah, so it's one of the it's one of the few times 0083's like additional context and everything is nicer rather than like oh okay that that happened i guess yeah. it's like oh no, all right now i have better context of what the hell actually happens there it's just yeah their arms dealers floating thing in space yeah episode eight the funeral bell tolls twice that's a slightly better title than we thought recently. I'll take it. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I would give it a B. <laughs> I'm going to go with Threve. <laughs> uh, the Ender Soldiers hold a funeral for the Gaza Storm, Storm team, and Mashma is mad that they're having a funeral instead of uh, working on mobile suits. I, I think he's. Conf- I think. I think a big piece of it is that being from space, he's very confused as to why they're burying them the way that they're burying them because that's not how they normally do things. He's confused as to why they do that. Yeah, and this is also the setup for a joke. Great, thanks. This funeral is a setup for a joke. So, yeah, Mashima says, "Isn't Lady Haman's memorial satellite that she's going to make good enough for them?" And Gotten says, what, that plan? And then you have Gotten's, like, thinking about this memorial satellite. And you see this, like, vision of a giant cross in space with, like, the Guanban flying near it. It's framed very comedically. And then, yeah. And he's like, no, they want something they can relate to more, more personally. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. He really thinks she's going to build that. No. I mean, if she won the entire war and took over everything, she probably would have. She'd forget. Probably. Um, he So he tells them to remember that Haman's words were vengeance is the best reward for the dead. Um, so Marshima, what, one, one of the things I notice here is Marshima is like still intent on just sending out unfinished mobile suits. Every time he wants to launch something, they're like, eh, you need to put the hatch on it. Ah, it's missing, like, you know, an arm. It's not armed. Let's go. He's like, yeah, fucking send it out anyway. We got to get the Argama. He never learns. Never learns. Uh, You got to remember, he's very eager to succeed. And they're also thinking, this thing just flew into this junky colony after a really rough battle. It's got one beat up mobile suit left in the methus <laughs> it's got one point i you only have half the methus but the methus was only half of a mobile suit so you've got like 1.25 mobile suits yeah yeah and this is 1988 so if fa is the pilot you reduced that number to 0.75 mobile suits because <laughs> they just they're awful like that yeah and uh 
and you know they're they're just like ah, there's no way they're gonna run into like the most powerful new type in the Earth sphere on this random colony. Yeah, no way. <clears throat> yeah, so the junk dealers are putting Mister Chimatter on trial. Um, Judo takes the Zeta out, and Bright gets uh, pissed again. So yeah. Bright Bright needs to learn how to keep his mobile suits and and thing and track. But yeah, so Judo learns that she matters being put on trial, and he's like, "I'm gonna handle this shit," and he's like, "I'm gonna take the Zeta out." Well, um, and, the, and the other thing here is that they see a red signal flare, which it's what means the junk dealers are gathering, mm-hmm. and what they were looking for or hoping for is a blue one because that would mean that this hatch is opened that will let the Argama fly out into space because what they hit at the start of episode seven which i think we ignored but i just remembered was important is when the enders in the middle of the colony you have a scene where it's either mashima or gotten they're basically saying we are here and it's sort of like the middle of the colony or like closer to the spaceport and the end of it mm-hmm. they're going and we think the argama is way over here where the scrapyard is on the other end of the colony and they point out oh there's this hatch like industrial access hatch thing over there, by the way. And so the junk dealers kind of control access to that. And when they're going to open it, they send up a signal flare. Um, So yeah, uh, Bright says he wants to see what Rue can do to handle the situation. So he lets her head out as well. And then we see Yazan is at the trial too. Um, and then Gimon is kind of like the ringleader of this whole shebang, and he's just kind of getting people spun up to deal with Chimatter and all this fun stuff. Hey, there's some good continuity here. Yazan's eating that pig he took at the end of the last episode. Yeah, it's true. I did I did note that as well. I was When I first watched it, I'm like, where did he get the meat? And then I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> He's been like hungry this whole series so far. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like they've turned him into like just like a homeless clown. It's actually almost a little frustrating considering like his character arc in the, in the previous series. I mean, he was a clown in the previous series, but now he's even more so. Many clowns. <laughs> Oxygen deprivation. It's a hell of a thing. And. Yeah. He's also very hungry because, I mean, we saw him without a shirt plenty of times. He's He's got protein needs. Yeah. Yep. So um, Yazan is uh, spitting on Chi Matter and steals his uh, uh, signal flare from him. To be fair, he does offer him some pork first. Yeah. And then Chi like, I'm a vegetarian. And he's, well, yeah. Yeah. I've got a turtle on my chest. Uh, yep so the ender shows up and sees the zeta hiding in the junkyard so the zeta has been kind of like uh just kind of like hiding between some piles of shit and uh not hidden very well hard to hide a mech like that um all i have right here and i i I forgot i forgot to put more context into it is haman's flashbacks are fucking creepy um, I'm sure Scotty has a note on this flashback for some reason. Progressively worse as they go along. Well, it, it lends itself further to these not being real flashbacks, but creations of Mashima's imagination. They're just delusions. And 
yeah, the Andrew's approaching, and then you cut to Mashima, and he's just having, a again, a flashback or a delusion, and Haman's saying you need to give honorable funerals to the dead soldiers, but what will comfort their spirits the most is taking vengeance for them, which is it's basically the same thing he said earlier in the episode. Yeah. It's just now you get the additional delusion about it. Yeah, so the Ender fires at the Zeta, and just, it, I think it misses, and it just blows up a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, um, so there, his Gammon's big rowdy crowd is now running because they're like, oh, oh fuck, it's a fucking warship. Yeah. Um, Rue takes the core fighter and tells Judo to save Mr. Chimatter. And uh, Yazan confronts Judo about the Argama uh, and he runs away to the core fighter. Yeah, and this is... But the reason Judo is able to get Chimatter out is because Gammon and Yazan start arguing because Yazan... Was, has been hired by Gemon because there's two Gizis now. Yeah. And Yazan's like, I don't want to fight them. I'm just here to fight the Argama. And Gemon's like, no, you're here to work for me. And anyway, yeah. But And then that. Yep. So, um, Judo runs back and gets the flare that uh, Yazan had taken from him. So he kind of like dropped it at one point. It fell under a truck or something. Uh, and in the chase, they accidentally set off the flare, uh, signaling the Argama to launch that the, uh, hatch has been opened. So yeah, they're all running around at this point, chasing each other. And, um, Gimon runs into a door while he's trying to chase Rue and Judo. And they corner him, but the Argama is seen flying out of the junk pile. And, um... Judo is kind of stuck because he's trying to figure out a way to open the hatch in, of the Zeta um, from where he's at. And he finally gets it. And the Indra, in the meantime, is planning on basically shooting its lasers at the uh, Argama, which is heading towards the space hatch. So they know if they shoot at the Argama, there's a chance that they're basically going to blow a hole into the side of the colony. And they're cool with that. Um, so Gamon hits the Argama with a pipe from his suit. So he gets up on top of the Argama and just starts, oh no, no, this is when he's not on top of the Argama. He takes a pipe and he just like launches it at the Argama and they're like just throwing junk at the Argama basically. Mm, I think he jumps up on the catapult deck and just starts whacking it, doesn't he? No, that's at the end of the episode. So when the Zeta's flying towards the Argama, He's, he, they're throwing junk at the Argama. Yeah, I had written down that uh, uh, they were they're throwing shit at the Argama. Yeah, and then once once the Zeta gets up to the Argama, they get on. They start causing more havoc on the actual ship. No, no worries. I just I got lost on where we were at some point. It's okay. Um, so, uh, Judo is able to tell Bright that the flare was accidentally set off, and. Uh, this whole time, Yazan and Gemon are just throwing shit at the Argama and the Zeta. Um, and then... Gamon's suits gets blown up. <laughs> um, but Yazan is still managing to attack the Argama. Uh, and this, at this point, they're actually on the Argama. Uh, and uh, Judo manages to knock Yazan off and gets pulled down with him. And they're kind of like tussling in the sky... And um, Yazan is complaining about his life choices and this whole situation. Poor old me. And um, 
Rue calls in. It's like, I've opened the hatch. We're all good to go now. Look at look at Chimatter in that scene. He's got a gun out. He's got dudes like held up. He's got yeah. his like coat draped over his shoulder. I was like, whoa. Chimatter like went from kind of being like a wuss to like yeah, a badass. Um, yeah. So Marshman thinks he can take out the Argument without destroying the whole colony, and. Um, uh, right when that happens, Judo manages to transform and get free of Yazan. Um, and the Ender attempts to fire, but Yazan's suit falls right on top of the Ender's main cannon. Timing, right? Um, so Bright wants to shoot on the Ender, but Judo can't really control the Zeta in the fighter mode. So he's kind of like zipping all over the place. So like... He has to hold off to this point that he can't really get a good shot. Um, but they eventually do fire and heavily damage the Endra, but the Endra is able to kind of pull away and get, get away out of uh, the Argama's range. Um, Judo announces to everyone that he is a new type and the Zeta should transform. And it does so for him. It listens. And just in time for him to transform and get out of the colony and get on the Argama. And everybody is so, so proud of Judo at this point. They're like, you're such a great pilot, Judo. You must be a new type. Um, but then Judo realizes they're going into space and he's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and you kind of get left with Mr. Chimatter looking out the porthole window kind of scene. I felt bad for him because I felt like he should have gone with him, but I think he's happier where he's at, maybe. I don't know. Scotty looks like he has thoughts. He, well, I mean, damn, why am I taking notes on these episodes? Um, uh, so, you got a whole, like, th there's a moment here when Judo gets back to the ship, and remember when Bright goes to shake his hand, and he just disses him. Yeah, and that's, I mean, he's very full of it at this point. He's full of himself, and he just, like, but he doesn't want to be going into space, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't, I didn't get that from it, but I guess, you, I guess. I mean, this goes back to the whole thing where he's been saying here, there, and everywhere that he doesn't want to be kind of beholden to anybody. He wants to be his own person. But he knows if he goes out into space... He is the Argama's bitch. He has to do what they say. Mr. T Matters left behind to be a badass on Colony One. And uh, we see Marshama comedically burying the pig bone. He's like, what the hell is this? Um, and But it was in Yazan's mobile suit. So I think they might have... like. It seems like they knew it wasn't a human bone, but... But they're going to bury it anyway. I don't know. The funeral bell tolls twice. Yeah. That's the name the of the episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's what um, so that's what they do. Yep. So Marshima swears to get revenge and make the Earth sphere his own. And at the very end of the episode, we learn that the Hama Hama has been completed. The Hama Hama. I wonder what it's named after. 
It's the greatest mobile suit of all time. I don't think so. All right. That's it. That's that's episode eight. That's what we got. The, the Argama is now off into space. Uh, they are leaving Colony 1, and we will shortly... And, well, we're supposed to be heading towards the Lavian Rose. We'll see how that adventure goes over the next few episodes. We've met just one new character that's going to matter for the near term right now. We've got Rue Luca and her new little... Uh, was it the Neo Core Fighter? Yeah. All right. You guys got anything else? All right. We will see you guys in two weeks with episodes nine and ten. Till then, thanks for checking in on us. Uh, follow us on Reddit at New Type Flashpod and on our whatever subreddit post we post on, on on, on the Reddits. Thanks, and we'll see you then.